go. Welcome back to Bar Down Breakdown. I'm your host, Devin Robinson. Yes, man, Outfitters, coming straight off the island that Emo built. We got your boy, Mikey CLT, live from the hive, the Queen City. Mikey, how are you, kid? Good, brother. Episode two, the Mark Strite edition. Yeah, buddy, the Mark Strider. Well, this isn't an Islanders podcast. <laughs> we got to keep that in mind. Uh, the Brian Leach episode. The Bri- Oh, okay. No, 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 no. We're not going to have any of that. Listen, this is our podcast. Again, we don't make the rules. It just can't be the Brian Leach episode. That's that's just it. For the years of commitment, we'll go Mark Strider edition. All right, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Back-to-back weekend from for your boys in blue and orange. Including myself. What a crazy weekend. Two tailgates in a row does wonders for the brain and body. How's it uh how's it go for you for somebody out of state? What what are you feeling? How'd everything go with you? I don't know, man. I think I might have to put my air conditioner on right now. It's like seventy degrees. All right. Sunny. All right. And that's all the time we have for you today. <laughs> you know what, dude? I think I was born with Eskimo blood. Cause I was sweating the whole weekend, man. I was Good to go under that tent. I was feeling cold looking at your pictures. Nah, dude, I was good. You know what? You gotta, you just, you just, you, you have to have the mental strength. Not a lot of people have it. I guess I was just born and blessed with it. You know, it, it, that's it. Uh, it's, you, it can't be taught. You just have to have it. And I'm one of those people that have it. And that's all, that's all it is. All right. Well, it, it looked like the people still came out, even though it was, Arctic. Yeah, it's a mob, it was a mob scene. <laughs> Funny enough. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hashtagging that. That's the new name. But, uh, yeah, no, it was great. I mean, we spoke with Brian Byrne from Envy on the Coast um, on Saturday. So uh, he, we weren't able to, to get his, his updates on the uh, 4-2 win over the Kings on, on Saturday night. But we did talk about the Lightning. And like I said, with the loss to the Lightning, I think everybody was a bit too happy with a single point coming out of the game. And I'm okay with it. I get it. I understand. You want you want to make sure they weren't sleepwalking out of the break. But they came Dude, back. you got you gotta be happy with three out of four points coming oh, out no, of the game. Oh no, now I'm happy. Break. Yeah, but yeah. if they lose if they lose No, if Saturday, they lose that, that Kings game, then yeah, it's a different story. Absolutely. And this is not an Islander podcast. I can't I can't stress that enough. So I just want to point out that the Capitals lost today, and that's something to talk about, huh? Yeah, and, and the the Maple Leafs. Well, the Maple Leafs, they lost last night too, right? Oh, yeah, they lost, didn't they? So the Islanders are still sitting in first place, uh, you know, and, and still have games on hand. So. Right, right. Not an Islanders podcast. I just – so we're just here to point <laughs> out that Washington lost and Toronto lost and – uh, Pitt, we have a game in hand on Pittsburgh. I, I mean, I'm sorry. They, the Islanders have a game in hand in Pittsburgh. It can't be a homer. Can't say we. The Islanders have are in first place with a game in hand by four points in second place. And did I see correctly that uh, the bread man got hurt last night? Uh, he left not, the game for a little bit? Haven't checked on that. If that's true, that'd be big if true. Yeah, so the, we'll check that, that, that changes uh, a lot of the the hopes and dreams of some of the – the fans of our our beloved team, you know, that was a big target, you know. What uh, what's going on in the West, kid? Um, in the West, uh, that's a good question. Let's uh, let's look that up real quick. I think the, the real answer is who cares. That that is, you know, the West hasn't been that hot this year. No, They've been struggling. It's true. I mean, hockey. Just do the math again. Not numbers, guys. Hockey, cold weather sport. The West, not a cold weather place. Well, next week's episode, there's a very good possibility that we might have someone from out west who is a fan of a team out there. So I take it back. Yeah, west we coast is the best coast. <laughs> we, we we're gonna have to do our research on uh, some of these west coast teams before next week's episode, or you know, whenever whenever we drop our next episode. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, so as I mentioned before, we interviewed Brian Byrne guitarist envy on the coast he's got a solo project uh the hand that wields it huge islander fan and for those of you who listen to envy or listen to you know any type of alternative or indie or pop or 
hardcore or any style of music that falls into that umbrella, you're really going to love what Brian had to say. Kid was an absolute stud when it came to his hockey knowledge and, and uh, you know, obviously is a, is a big part of the scene with a, a big band coming off the island. I thought it was extremely fitting for uh, Long Island's own son of uh, son of Northport over there to, to grace us with our first interview. What do you think, Mikey? Dude, so I've had this vision for this podcast for maybe five years now. And always in my head, I was like, no matter what, the first guest, whenever I get this thing started, needs to be Brian. And sure enough, like, he didn't disappoint. I want him on every week. Uh, I, I Again, we're not an Islanders podcast. And it would be very difficult to have him on every week because uh, all I want to do is talk Islanders. I know. I know. It's But we're just so excited right now. How do we not? I know. It's tough. We are the – best story in the league in my humble opinion and I'm just not biased at all I'm just we are the best story in the league when it comes to Barry Trotz's revenge tour Robin Lehner's uh the things that he's overcome Matt Barzal answering the the call and 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 just the happy island of misfit toys that we've all kind of starting to become and 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 be and, and 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 be emblematic of that's a big word it's an SAT word uh that's why I'm struggling on it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, you know, again, and like we said, well, jokes aside, we will be talking all forms of ho- hockey. We do have a West Coast guest lined up next week. I'm sure he doesn't really want to hear about how well we're doing. So we'll get to that stuff. But yeah, I mean, from somebody that goes to every single home game and tailgates and really, you know, gets the pulse of the the hometown fans. And then from another perspective of somebody that, um, you know, looks at this team as their their little slice of home while they're well you know while they've moved their life and their career um it's just an exciting time right now it's an exciting time and i think uh brian was the perfect guest to have i couldn't agree more it was it was a really awesome conversation i hope you all like it i hope you let your friends know about us i know we're just getting started but we got a lot of cool things lined up that we can't really talk about yet like we kind of hinted at who our next guest might be, but a lot of excitement, you know, between you and I and everything that's going on. And it's just a, a really awesome time. Can't say that again, you know, any other way. Absolutely. So Mikey, before we introduce our, our next guest, let's plug them while we got them here, man. What do we got going on coming up for the, uh, for the next couple of weeks? What's, what's Isles meetup CLT and the rest of the meetup groups got going on? Uh, ILCLT, we have our February meetup at home base at our upper deck uh, on February 9th. It's a one o'clock game. And our crazy bastard friend, Kevin Carney, who runs the Tampa group, is flying up to come and hang out with us. Like, unreal. And uh, we're wrapping- he's a legend. I, I don't know how else to say it. I would want to say that I would want to be Kevin when I grow up, but his kid is just as cool. So I think he gets that. He, he gets to live that. That yeah. can't even be my dream. He's got a, He's got an even cooler son that will be him when he grows up. So I can't even be Kevin when I grow up. Yeah. Like I, I just think of that scene in that movie hook when like captain hook kills Rufio and he just like has that moment with, with Peter Pan as he's dying. And I'm like, that's, what I want to, I want to like recreate that scene with Kevin Carney. I want to be like, Hey Kevin, I don't really know my dad. I wish he was, I wish he was like you. That's that. I want to recreate that. That was such a horribly dark parallel that you just drew. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin, if you're listening, I apologize. Well, well let, let me just say that uh, hook is my favorite movie. And I, I, uh, I named my dog after Rufio. And also the oh, band Rufio. Name? His name's Rufio. Oh, is that that's how that works? Yeah. So from the band Rufio and Rufio, the character in the movie Hook. Outstanding work. So that's great. So, so, so we got, got the, the February uh, meetup uh, February 9th next weekend. One o'clock game for the, uh, I think it's the Colorado Avalanche, the Avalanche are in town. Um, then 
We got Philly with their event that they just dropped, you know, teaming up with Yes Men. They got a whole pregame party at Oyster Bay Brewing Company too. Their their team, they're they're always involved, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, they're getting the barn rocker ale to, to Philly to you know, for the people. And and uh hopefully my owner of my bar in Charlotte and Gabe work out a, a way to figure out how to get uh, some barn rocker down to the people of Charlotte too. Not as easy. Uh, North Carolina has got some pretty strict rules. But yeah. Yeah. So you got the, the big event in Philly tickets are already live. I think he said like 70 people already have committed to it. Oh yeah. Correct. Man. Oh yeah. pal. That's oh, wild. Yeah. 70 yeah, people have bought man. tickets in what? Two days. Uh, yeah, and they're just going to keep giving me tickets. So, you know, I've kind of – I'm reserved to the fact that they're not in the middle of the season ever going to give me a, a section kind of like how we set, set it up in Charlotte, which is fine. So, just get there. The pregame is where it's at. And yeah. like such a good time. And I, just be in the stadium. The march over from, from Philly to, to the – from downtown Philly Fieldhouse, which is opening early for us. They're opening the place. We're going to be the only people in that in that place. They're doing brunch only for us because Crazy. of the hard work that that uh, Brett has put in, and uh, and then and then the march over to the game. Basically, we're all going to take the train over together. It's going to be like a ten minute train ride, and Bing Bang Boom. I mean, it's going to be. It's awesome. a no brainer. You know, Isles Meetups have taken care of everything for the Islander fans. All you need to do is buy your ticket and show up. Everything <laughs> like. The whole experience we've taken care of for you. That's like, it. That's it. That's and that's kind of what I envisioned when I was starting it. You know, people expect the same quality no matter what city they go to. You know, if someone that's been to an event in Raleigh with us, they know that if they go to DC or Philly, we got your back. Yeah, we got your back. And anyway, it's a family. You're going to expect some Oyster Bay Brewery there. You're going to expect Yesman Outfitters there. It's, it's all. All what you should expect. Absolutely. And while uh, I think there's a Pittsburgh Pittsburgh uh, meetup on the 10th. Beautiful. And then, you know, don't forget about your own event. Yeah, man. March 3rd. So uh, my dumbass tweeted out the wrong date and had to delete the tweet. And now we're restarting everything. But March 3rd, <laughs> uh, March 3rd, we get, they gave me the last 65 tickets in the house. There are no more seats left. They gave them the yes, man. I said, sell them. So we're selling them. Come through. You know, you get the custom T-shirt that I did for the game. March on. Playoff push, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great uh, month to root on the team and, and be there live. And then even if you're not coming, even I hope, you know, you I hope you buy the ticket through us. But if you don't buy the ticket through us, you still come to the tailgate. Like I always have set up with Oyster Bay Brewing Company. I don't know how I fell uh ass ass backwards into this one but they give me a keg every single game and they say get rid of it and i oblige absolutely oblige so uh we got keg stand we got so what's your record right now of kicking the keg nine and oh uh no uh no uh (laughs) there's been some cold nights it's been we've had some lean nights but uh we've we've kicked the keg all but all but twice all right that's impressive my friend yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, uh, I'm a man of my word. But uh, come out, help, have some fun, and meet the guys. The guys, the Isles meet up, Long Island, the hometown, the hometown account was there. We had a great time. We were on uh, L.A. broadcast, uh, hanging out, drinking Pink Whitney's under the tent, and they loved that. <laughs> and and, uh, and Isles meet up, Connecticut came through. Um, we had ten guys from Holland. What? Yeah, wild. I uh, I look up and there's a bunch of dudes walking over in pea coats, fine looking gentlemen, and I'm like, you know what? It's way way too close to the game for anybody, any of the players to be outside in pea coats. This is really weird. One guy walked up to me and in a strange accent said, uh, "This actually happened," and I apologize. Hi, do you sell beer? And I said, I don't sell beer. I give it away. And he looked at me and I said, it's free. Look at the keg. Just come over. So he turned around and they all looked at me like I had just given them a million dollars. And they all started running over to give me a hug. And one guy looked up to me and said, I'm from Holland. And <laughs> without missing a beat, I turned around and said, isn't that weird? 
And like everybody started laughing and I felt really bad because they looked at me and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. It's from a movie. They're like, we know everybody keeps saying it all weekend. What movie is it from? So we explained to them, but yeah, we have fun. Anyways, we have fun. Um, yeah, that's it. Come to every tail. I mean, it's every game, but specifically that game, we have tickets together as a group and, and everybody we've had people that have consistently come to every single game that, we all want to sit next to each other instead of finding each other in the concourse in between periods. So it's going to be an awesome time. Yeah. I wish I could get there, man. I'm, so, I'm, I, I don't have a day off for school until my spring break, which is like the third week in April. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Just I would really in for the long for you haul. If you didn't get three months off in the prime time season every year. So don't come crying to me. No, I know, I know. I, I'm not complaining, but I, I I wish I would be able to get up to catch some games, but it just can't happen until, uh, you know, knock on wood, some some postseason hockey. Yeah, man, and it looks like it's going to happen. I don't knock on wood. So, all right, enough about us. Enough enough selling us. Let's sell, let's sell our man Brian here. Let's get to this interview. Brian Byrne, Envy on the Coast. All right, joining us now in the box, bar down breakdown, our first guest, longtime friend of the pod, Brian Byrne, guitarist Envy on the Coast. He's got a solo project, The Hand That Wields It. Brian, what's up, buddy? Dudes, what's good? How are we doing? How goes it? Good, man. Good. Brian, thanks for coming on, brother. You are always welcome. Uh, I'm all right, man. I uh, I was like I was telling you guys before we started recording. I tried to get out on the pond today, get a little morning skate in before I had to uh, hit the old day job. But it, the pond did not agree with me, and it was making some scary noises, some cracking sounds. So I decided to abandon ship, and uh, yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm a little I'm a little frustrated. What uh what what pond are you are you skating on out here? So there's this nice there's nice little track by my house called uh, Beaver Dam. And uh, okay. it's it's kind of kind of legendary, actually. Like there's a, a winter sports club for all the rich people in my neighborhood that's like overlooking this lake. But uh, that's been like the local hockey spot for like 150 years. Like there's like crazy pictures of people out there like ice fishing and doing all sorts of stuff. So it's it's definitely been been utilized for a really long time for that. And uh, so that's where me and the boys go skate during the winter when we when we can. And you're still on Long Island, right? Yep. Where whereabouts, if you don't mind me? <clears throat> I live uh, in Northport. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know exactly where you're at then. Yes, yeah, sir. I actually know, know exactly what you're skating about. So, for those of you that don't know, uh, my man Bri Guy here and Mike are, are actually good friends. So, I'll let, I'll let Mikey jump in and, and detail that one. Mike, let him know. All right. So, let's get right into some hockey talk. So, uh, okay. Bri, uh, you watched the game last night? <laughs> Dude, Yeah. <laughs> yes i did <laughs> yeah it was uh it was pretty promising to to see us uh skate neck and neck with tampa again and yeah you know even though we didn't get the result we wanted mm-hmm. um i i left that game feeling pretty good how about you uh i was pretty shocked to be honest with you like i was i was kind of I kind of thought that, you know, maybe they would take them a little while to get their legs back and start and start moving again, especially after the break. But it was like a playoff game. It was unbelievable. And uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely skated as one unit and everybody, everybody defensively was really responsible. So it was, uh, it was nice. I mean, I was screaming at the television. I was freaking out. So it was a good time. And the beautiful thing is that there's no shootout in the playoffs. So, I mean, oh, <laughs> I heard that last night. Gee, I was at the game. So oh yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have uh, season, I have season tickets. Not so, a big uh, deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> but yeah, somebody else's podcast. Yeah, right. I want to steal it. But <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I was up there, and man, we were sitting next to a couple of couple of Lightning fans uh, that were like, you know, we have a feeling we're going to see you guys in the postseason, and that's scary. Because they're like, you guys play that brand of hockey, but everyone kept saying there's no shoot offs and shootout in the playoffs, and I'm like, yeah, well, pump the brakes there, pal. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, it, on, honestly, like my my biggest like the thing that I took away from that game that I was the happiest about was the the goaltending. Like Thomas oh Grice looked absolutely unstoppable. Like he was, he saw everything. He made some spectacular saves. He was 
a fucking beast. I mean, like Vasile- Vasilevsky is a Vezina guy. So like he's a Vezina caliber goalie. So he's definitely in that conversation. But to see Grice kind of go toe to toe with him in a game like that. And, in, in, you know, the beginning of February is pretty special. So, right. Which is sort of his MO too. If you agree with me, just he, when he has the um, rest. And so he's, he tends to come out, he'll have, he'll give you a nice four or five game stretch. But then after that, he, the wheels start to fall off. So, it's good to know that you have Laner in the wings, right? And and, and it's that was awesome. That yeah. definitely took away the goaltending from last night. I agree. Yeah, not yeah. not taking not taking anything away from him. He, I don't I don't think he's a number one goalie, but I think that no. as far as as far as a duo go, I I challenge anybody to find a better goalie tandem in the NHL right now. No, you won't. That's easy no. money. <laughs> Take that to the bank. That's easy money, kid. Cash the ticket. Yeah, yeah, but uh. Yeah. So, yeah. as you guys can all tell, Brian knows what he's freaking talking about. So, Brian, yeah. ex- explain to us, uh, you know, how you became an Islander fan. What's your favorite memory being an Islander fan? Oof. All right. So, I'm sure, like, a majority of people that, that are listening to this podcast who are Islander fans, uh, it's not something that you choose. It's something that you're born into. <laughs> uh, my uh, – so, my – my history with the Islanders kind of goes like this. My grandfather was a labor arbitrator that had an office in the Coliseum when it was first built. So it was like 1972, I think, was the first year it was open. I think that was the first year. Of the, I think that was the first year of the team. Yeah. I think it was, it was open like, like two years earlier. than All that. Right. They were trying to put people in it. Fair enough. Um, so he had an office there, and he was doing a – some labor arbitration between the union there. And uh, I, I, you know what? I wish I understood exactly what he was doing there. All I know is that he had an office there. So he was kind of in on the ground level with the team. And uh, so he, he got my dad a job selling tickets there when my dad was trying to, trying to get my mom to, to put the ring on her finger. So my dad was selling tickets at the <laughs> box office uh, all through the Stanley Cup years. So he would come, he would come home with, you know, sticks from Mike Bossy and Brian Trottier and like all, all the, all the legends, like there's sticks all in his house and stuff like that. And uh, when I was born in 85, I kind of just inherited all of that passion for the team. And uh, by the time I was five or six years old, we were going to the games and uh, you know, he would kind of walk right in and say hi to the security guards and we got our seats. And like, it was, it was, it was a great experience, especially, especially growing up and, seeing those teams that were that were pretty good up until uh, the dark ages in the middle in the middle of the 90s but uh, then uh, so I started right around the time when the team started to go to shit I was started playing hockey and uh, that was kind of how I like really amped up my passion for the game you know and I'm not any good or anything like that I've always just done it for fun I played in like house leagues and stuff like that um, but yeah, I've just been, uh, I've been a fan ever since then. I stuck with him through the, through the dark years, through the real lean years. And, uh, and here we are today. Yeah, man. Hey yeah, man, you got to give your game some credit, Bri. Like the way you sacrifice your body, you got a pretty, a, a pretty, pretty mean slapper. Oh dude. I mean, that's, that's my MO. I can't really skate. So, uh, I kind of just, I kind of just hover around the blue line and take slappers and once every six or seven games, one goes. I actually scored that. I play. I play in a men's league, and I scored the game winner winner the other night. Oh, no big, Pre- no big deal. <laughs> Shout right. out Prestige okay, Worldwide, D League. You know how we do it. <laughs> Three and one. Oh nah. my god. <laughs> yeah. Dude, kids on a heater. Man. Yeah. No, I'm dude. Get some water. Yeah, dude. We we my my men's league team, who are a great great bunch of dudes. We are two se- two two championships we've won. So we've won the past two seasons. Champions. Oh God, we, we don't have to talk about because when we got robbed, cup. though, Brian. Oh well, okay. So let's back up just just a <laughs> tiny second. So Mikey and I, the the, uh, the reason I even know Mikey, we were introduced by a mutual friend, and uh, we ended up starting a hockey team called North Korea, which was my idea, and uh, <laughs> we played we played in a men's league out uh, at the rinks in uh, in Hopog, and. Um, that was a really good time because like I hadn't skated in a couple of years because I was on tour and stuff like that. So that was my sort of reintroduction back into the game. And uh, we had great, great jerseys and we had this one <laughs> ringer on our team that pretty much won every game for, for us. Like he was so nasty. I think he played on Farmingdale's like, so like he was like, you know, he kid knew what he was doing, but uh, we ended up 
So after after North Korea stopped playing, I think because like guys guys had to go like go working, guys were having kids, so we kind of all disbanded. But when I ended up starting a band called North Korea after the hockey team with Ryan, who plays in Envy. So it was a kind of a crazy full circle thing, and uh, and Mikey was there the whole time. Probably, probably pumping a pretty the tough band to book. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't definitely weren't uh, commercially viable, but it was as, uh, as one would not expect. Yeah, but we had being fun. representatives of the North Korean state. So right, <laughs> so take that's awesome. That's so for all of you out there that are scratching their heads and saying, "How do we get this guy?" It's called. Uh, it's called hooks, motherfucker. <laughs> we know people. Yeah, right. We know people. Dude. So, uh, and and like Mikey said, give yourself some credit on uh, on your on your hockey ability. Yeah. For those of you on, put on display on, on in one of your music videos. It was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. So, I mean, you want to talk us through how did you guys set up getting a music video shot okay. in an empty coliseum? That's see, it's amazing. This is actually. This is a this is a great story for a couple of reasons. Number one, it sort of speaks to the complete fucking disarray that this building was in for the <laughs> oh, longest yeah. time. No offense, I was thinking that <laughs> the the crooked management that was there that allowed us to do this for no money, um, and just the general lack of responsibility all across the board. This is how this music video came to be. So, envy. Um, was friends with the general manager of the building. I'm not going to name names. I don't know if there's any sort of criminal investigation happening, but this guy was a little shady. We're fr- Envy was friends uh, with the general manager of the building through our booking agent. Uh, so they were trying to play nice with each other, and he decided that he was going to treat us like movie stars, and he invited us to, literally to drive our tour van where the players park underneath the Coliseum. So this is like 2008. 2007, 8, and uh, he's like, oh, come to the game, park underneath the building, blah, 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 we'll take care of you, and we're like, shit, okay, cool. So the first time we show up, uh, he's got, like, he, he's he got a spread that could choke a fucking horse. It's like <laughs> steak, burgers, Dude, wine. I had, like, seven soft pretzels that night. Oh, it was insane. <laughs> so, I'm a big like, soft pretzel guy for the listeners. Oh, yeah, me Huge too. Huge soft pretzel. Same, same, same. <laughs> so, yeah, so he he's got this spread and we're there and I'm looking at this and I'm like, this was here, whether or not we were coming or not. So this is like just for him. And he's just inviting us to eat off of his plate. So like we weren't asking a lot of questions, but like we weren't trying to like fuck up a good thing. So I was there enjoying, we're getting drunk, having fun. Uh, The Islanders were terrible. So there's no one there. And we were just partying with this guy. And eventually like we're, we come we're, we're, we're done making a uh, low country and we are going to make uh, a video for the song head first in the river. And uh, Sal, who was in envy had like came up with the idea of like, we want to, we want to do a hockey video just because Hunter and I were on a team. We were, you know, we were feeling it. And uh, he, Sal comes up with this idea. He's like, what if we just ask who's someone whose name will not be mentioned <laughs> if we can just skate on the ice at the Coliseum. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's not, that's not going to happen. And he literally, so the next time we go to a game, he brings it up to him. And he's just like, yeah, sure. I just need you guys to sign like an insurance waiver and uh, we'll turn the lights on and the sheet's yours. And I'm just like, what? Like, and like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like how much, uh, how much do we need? How much do you need to pay? He was like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's, you know, it's fine. We weren't doing anything that day anyway. And I was just like, that doesn't sound right. Like, that doesn't sound <laughs> kosher. It's but, a professional organization, sir. Right. This is an NHL sheet of ice. Like, you know, I, who yeah. who knows the liability that like but and I I don't even I honestly don't remember signing anything I don't know if we <laughs> did or not but someone somewhere signed something I hope so basically so I'm I'm still not trying to fuck this deal up so I'm not saying anything about it and we, you know we hire the camera guys we spend all the money on like lenses and all this stuff and essentially we invite our whole hockey team down to the rink and we play hockey on on the Coliseum ice for like six hours like we shot all of that stuff with no one in the coliseum and uh dude it was a dream come true like it was oh, yeah. easily the most fun i've ever had shooting a music video um and it actually ended up premiering on the jumbotron during an islanders rangers game so <laughs> yeah so like as an islanders That's fan awesome. like you literally can't ask for anything better like that was oh yeah such a huge highlight for me 
but the video came out really good, and uh, I thought it was a cool concept, and uh, it was a lot of fun to shoot. So, uh, and, and yeah, that's, that's that story. But it just kind of shows you how completely mismanaged this team was from top to bottom because they let a bunch of fucking momos with hockey sticks go, sh- go shoot around for six hours. Someone could have gotten killed, and, like, who, who the fuck knows what could have happened. Right. But, uh, yeah, and that Tucci open ice hit was uh... – Pretty yeah, intense. it was rough. Yeah, was there, yeah there, we shot we shot that a couple of times. There was a yeah, there was like a fight sequence in the video, and uh, the two brothers that we we had uh, who were pretty wily characters ended up fighting at center ice, and they uh, they got into it. It was a good tilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it's definitely it's definitely awesome. I, Mikey just showed it to me the other day. I'm like, hey, we gotta ask him about it. Yeah, it's great. It was a good but, time. Yeah, like like you said, what a funny like juxtaposition to be one an Islander fan and getting to. Uh, skate on the ice and play hockey on, you know, basically our Mecca, you know, but then also to be in the business management side of it and understand how ridiculously inept this whole entire situation is and how we got away with it. That guy, like I said, I'm not going to mention his name, but I'm pretty sure he like that management company ransacked the Coliseum. Like they ran up bills that would blow your mind. Like, oh yeah, you know, there's, I've, I, I'm not really at liberty to say like numbers, but I've like seen a couple things here and there about like what was actually going on, and it's no wonder that this team was in such disarray for a long time. The money management was absolutely fucking atrocious. Right, right. So now here comes the point that I'm very excited about. This is my favorite part of the podcast. So right. Obviously, you've you, you know you know uh, you know your hockey, you mm-hmm. know your Islanders. And uh, I just want to uh, ask you about a quote that you have. Okay. And hold on. I just want to pull it up just to make sure I get it exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, you, you got to tweet solo project because this is pretty easy to find. Right. Well, the thing is, is that that solo project is, is sort of uh, resting right now because Hunter and I are working on some new music. So I kind of, I'm pretty quiet on the Twitter. I, got, I have another account that I might start tweeting from. Okay. Well, I'm sp- speaking about one specific. All right. Uh, Let's go. June 30th, 2018, the year of our disarray. Yeah, yeah. Brian Byrne writes, any Islanders fan who says anything negative about John Tavares is a, all caps, loser. Loser. The guy has been loyal to a franchise that up until two weeks ago was run like an absolute, all caps, joke. Joke. Have some class. This obviously is tough on him. All right, fair, fair enough. Comment. Fair enough. And I'm gonna I'm gonna back myself up here. I think, and I and I really do like the the rational, logical person inside of me really does think that this decision was hard on him. I think that it's like, put it this way: you're with a girl for a really long time who you are you you love her but you guys fight constantly and you know, it's never really going to work, but you're, right. you're there. Some, and like, you can't leave, but you want to, and you know, you have to, I think it was that kind of a situation. That being said, there have been some really, really outrageous things that Islanders fans have said about John Tavares, which like, it's just not true. It's just, it's not. And the guy, the guy played, as hard as he could with what he was given, which wasn't much. And I don't think it's Dude, fair. what are you talking about Marty Reisner like that for? I mean, <laughs> we, Marty Reisner, bro. What, was Bruno Gervais around? I mean, like, give me a fucking break. Like, <laughs> please. Like, not, not taking anything away from those guys, but, like, w- w- he was surrounded by second-rate NHLers and first-rate AHLers for the majority of his career. So, like, you really can't blame him. That And, and like, people that are, like, saying just nasty things about his character i don't think that they're necessarily true that all being said i think that he did the wrong thing by saying that he didn't want to be traded and that he wanted to say i think it was i think it was less calculated than people than it probably looks but unfortunately that's the nature of the business and that like you know sitting here february 2nd i'm not really i'm not really upset about it like you know, he's lighting it up. He's he's a generational talent. He's a great player. Uh, but we don't need him, you know? We really don't. I agree and with you. I, I would rather have a team that plays well as a unit than a superstar and a bunch of guys that really aren't trying to, to gel under any sort of system. 
You know, it was a perfect storm. And I think that I think that he's going to get blamed for it forever. I don't think he's going to be happy with the reaction he comes home to. Like, it's it's not going to be good. I don't think he's ready for that. No, he's I, not. I really don't think he has any clue what he's in for. No, he doesn't. I'll, <laughs> I'll personally guarantee that it will not be good. I, you could put a stamp on that. Yeah. I, and, like, I don't know how I feel about that considering that he did – win the Islanders their only playoff series in however many years it was. It's like, you know, he, I think that he tried. I really do think that he, that he tried to make the best of a, what was a very, very bad situation and a, and a terribly managed situation. I don't think it's completely fair to blame him, but hockey fans are hockey fans and it's going to be what it is. But like, but I personally think that the Islanders fans and franchise are inside of his head. Like you can score all the goals you want, but like when you come when you come home and you hear that, like that's going to be really hard to ignore. Oh, it's going to be something unlike unlike any hockey player has caught in a very very long time. I can't think and, of anybody. I mean, no. who who would be the other example of someone that got booed like that? It's gonna he's gonna get maybe a maybe Dale Hunter. I think he's in that category. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. I mean, dude, that, I mean, think it's about worse. that. It's going to be worse than Dale I Hunter. I think it might be worse than Dale Hunter, honestly. It's going to be worse than Dale Hunter. I can. Wow. I, I mean, I, yeah. Dude, it's, it's rough. You know God, what scares God bless me? him. God bless yeah. him. Yeah. So now, so now just talking about that tweet. Now, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm busting your balls because that was, I think that was, that was definitely sent before the decision was made, right? Yeah. June 30th. It was, and it was he, July. He was on, it was on July 1st. July 1st. Right. And I was sort of, I was still thinking he was going to sign. And, oh, yeah. and then, and then, and then the pajama picture, which I'm just like, you're such a dork. Like, you're yeah, such a fucking bad. nerd. So just to talk about your comments, I was busting your balls, but I own a, um, I own Yes Men Outfitters. Not a big deal. Kind, mm-hmm. of, a, kind, of, kind of my own little side project. Uh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you know, just reading online in the, in the social media Outcries. Obviously, everybody does stuff to just to be noticed, you know. And the and the hate and the vitriol. Like, you know what? If you say something funny, you gotta like get a retweet out of Yes Man Outfitter, right? But when the stuff gets really, really nasty or stupid, you know, or these elaborate plans that people are coming up with to try and get their dig in to him on 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 the twenty eighth, like, relax. Go there. Scream. JT sucks. At, in, at the end of the day, w- this fan base is going to get sewered over whatever they do. And that's what upsets me the most is because there is a reason to be upset. He did. He meant a lot to you and he did choose to leave. But in my eyes, he, he made the right decision for himself. For oh, his yeah. Family. You are not getting that. Just just from the outside looking in, you are never getting that opportunity again. No. You are never going to have the star power on Toronto like they have for him to join. For him, for them to per- have an actual pursuit at a cup, and to bring it to his hometown team, and and be up for free agency in a period where they were seeing great success, you just weren't going to get it. You know what I mean? Right. So he's the biggest for- free agent signing in ever NHL history. Like, yeah, it's just the first time he showed his hu- his human error side when he posted that picture of him in Toronto. PJs. I mean, uh, I just feel as though so we deserve we deserved a little bit more respect. I, I I'm not. I, I don't understand who okayed that from him because he's not a person that no that he, he makes quick he comes out with decisions. one tweet a year and it's like the Bell Let's Talk and yeah, yeah. or some like yeah. promo tweet and like all the years that he was on the team showed zero personality, zero insight into his personal life. And then he drops a tweet like that. And it's like, who the heck are you, man? Like, that, I, that, that tweet is I mean, what you, really did it for me. You also got to think that, like, he's got a whole machine behind him. He's got, Matt, he's got oh, his agent absolutely. and people in his ears. You know, he's, I'm sure, was under a, an unimaginable amount of pressure not to say or do anything that would lead anyone in any direction. And once the word came down that he was going to sign to Toronto, like it was an emotional reaction and like, you got to give it to him like that. But the thing is, is that he is always going to be the pajama guy. Now that is, that's never going to go away, dude. It's so rough. And like, 
the Leafs fans on like, I mean, I don't really participate in like the Leafs fans back and forth. I mean, sometimes I went back and forth with a couple of people, but like, it's, it's such a bad look. Like, dude, like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? That's the picture that you choose. Like you, like you could have just said everything and not shown a picture of that. That's it. Like that's all I had to do. It's so <laughs> whack. And you know, I just think he's a nerd. Like he's just a fucking nerd. And I'd re- like, all right, go, go beyond the Maple Leafs. Like you get, I mean, dude, they're a sick team. And like, I think that they're, I, I don't think that they're as balanced as the Islanders are right now. I mean, like, like, you know, I know they just added Jake Muzzin uh, defensively, but like, I don't. I think that they're gonna have a tough. I don't think it's gonna be a cakewalk for them. Like people think they're gonna be like the Yankees or something like that. Like this isn't baseball. You know, this is the NHL, and like the best team doesn't always win. You know, the team with the most star power, a lot of times doesn't win, and that's something that like, you know, if there's any if there's any fan base that's used to losing more than the Islanders, it's the fucking Maple Leafs. Yeah, yeah, which is so funny. Yeah, and and then it, even you know just commenting on you know the construction of the teams it's almost as if toronto is purely based off of its firepower of individuals you know like uh when's matthew's gonna be on the ice he needs to set something up for us when's marner gonna be on the ice he needs to set something up for us. the way when's Tavares gonna get it? you know what i mean when you look at the islanders it's you know it could come from anywhere at any time i mean they, they don't i think isn't there no there's no one on the team that's above 20 goals right now no, but they have they're the, they have the most the most above with 10. ten with ten above ten. Right. So what is that telling you? You know, I mean, I mean? that's a, that's a balanced team, and like that's a team that's going to be hard to play against. Like, and I, I know people that I know people shit on this guy, you know, for the first part of the year and most of last year, rightfully so. He was a little brutal last year, but I'm a big I'm a big Cal Clutterbuck guy. Oh, I think absolutely. I think he's going to come through in some games, and people are going to be like, "Whoa, where did this guy come from?" But like, that's the type of player that like you are so unsuspecting of and then he comes through and makes you look and he embarrasses teams with his shot dude he's mr clutch too like he He is like the amount of game winning goals he has is ridiculous dude that's what i'm saying man like and like they've got a lot of guys like that and i think that i mean for my money they're a harder team to play against than toronto i mean toronto lost to the fucking red wings last night the red wings are abysmal they're fucking terrible. And, like, you lose in overtime. I had money on that game, too. And they <laughs> fucked me over. boy. I lost my parlay because of that fucking game. So, yeah, I'm a little I'm I'm, unreal. And now I, now I know, too. I'm going to be uh, fucking Brian Puckline over there. I'm going to be hitting you up now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, just, uh, so, so, just to pivot to, to, pivot to, to music. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the, the premise of the podcast is hockey and music together. So, you know, you, you're the, the, the shining example of how there is a kind of a beautiful relationship between the two. Um, what, so, what, what, you know, you guys obviously had a hockey following, you know, and Envy being, you know, a group of hockey players. What, were there any other bands that you could, you know, went on tour with? What was touring like? What was the, the hockey scene like when you got, when Envy was on tour? You know what? Like I, I fell out of touch with it a little bit while we were touring, just because it like it. We were touring in a time where like it, cell phones really kind of weren't available to stream content. So like we were out of touch with reality. I mean, like there's really nowhere to get your hockey fill when you're sitting in a van. And like you know, back back in the earlier two thousands, touring, there was no way to get it. So like I fell out of touch a little bit, but. You know, whenever the, the subject came up and I was always I was always the guy to bring it up and like, oh, you're from here. Like, you like this team. But like, uh, you know, it's the same everywhere. And I think that there's a lot of guys out there on the road that are that are massive, massive hockey fans. I mean, like I work at a I work at a music venue now. And like, you know, I always it's always see touring guys come through and I ask them about their teams. And like you don't get you don't get a reaction like you do out of a hockey fan that like any than any other any other sport because they're so passionate and so crazy about their team like uh i know nashville has you know it's a big music city so a lot of uh the touring guys the techs the the bands like they come through with nashville stickers on their road cases and they are diehard freaks about the fucking predators um another big one is uh is the lightning 
uh, I toured with um, uh, Aaron Gillespie's band. Uh, well, we we did a we did a tour overseas with uh, with Under Oath uh, back in the earlier two thousands, and they're all like Tampa guys, so they were like talking about the Lightning. Some of their crew guys were big Lightning fans. Uh, me and Nick Gambarian are our buddies. Uh, he Nick plays bass and Bayside. Obviously, a huge Rangers fan. Rangers, Ugh. the Rangers band. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and I love them too. But no, I, I love, I love, I love them too. Nick's, a, Nick's an awesome dude. And like, honestly, yeah. shout out to Nick for being one of the only Rangers fans that can actually rationally talk about hockey when it comes to his team versus versus the Islanders and like that kind of like because he's he's a hockey fan. Like he's an overall hockey fan. He understands the sport. He understands the players. He's not just like, yeah, dude, fucking fuck the Islanders. Like you're never gonna be like. One of those guys, he's not like that. <laughs> if you ever meet one of those guys, I'm the one to call. Cause yeah, I'll, right. Because I got the, I got the good, I got the good. We had one last night. There's a guy walking out. So after the tailgate, mm-hmm. and also just side note, I mean, you're totally invited to all of our tailgates. Oh, thanks, dude. I'll, don't I'll think, hit one of them up. All right, don't think uh, you're special though, because everybody in the world invited. But it's just because. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah, we, so we, <laughs> so we're giving out we give out so we're sponsored by Worcester Bay Brewing Company. We give out, um, they donate a keg and they tell me to get rid of it basically okay. every game, and so I get to scream free beer at everybody as they run by. And uh, we had kids start walking towards me. I'm like, not you. You're wearing a Ranger jersey. Free beer. He's like, you're really not gonna give me beer. I'm like, no, man. Why would I do that? That's just stupid. It's bad for the brand. So then we started getting into it, and uh, I had to teach him that they only have one cup since the uh, cure of polio. <laughs> uh, he he really didn't like that. He also didn't like that I said that all of my all of my cup highlights were in uh, color TV. Oh my god! He was not happy with that either. I said uh, you only have a couple of moments. I have four years, and it's all in color. So, I mean, know. that's a those those are some good chirps. I mean, dude. They really don't have a leg to stand on, to be honest with you. I mean, like, the Islanders have owned the Rangers for five, for, like, at least four years. Like, just look at the record. Oh, yeah, we've been feeding them the left. Dude, we're, we're like the Lundquist killers. Oh, dude, Lundquist is a joke when he comes to the Coliseum. And the Barclays Center, for that matter. Like, he shouldn't even show up. They should call up their AHL guy. Like, don't even come. Don't come on the train. Don't get on the bus. Just stay in Manhattan because you're going to get lit up. (laughs) All facts. It's true. It's yeah. true. So, uh, I mean, I got one more question for you, and then I'll, I'll, I'll hand it off to Mikey to end it because you guys are obviously good friends. You need to catch up. But uh, sure. So, c- coming from uh, coming from an apparel background, um, going to shows is really where I realized my passion for wanting to make t-shirts and graphic mm-hmm. t-shirts and apparel. Your stuff um, is great, by the way. I am. A, ah, I am a fan of it. Thank you. All jo- all, all sarcasm aside, I, uh, thank you very much. And, uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk after this, and I'll, I'll hook you up. I, I love – Mikey sent me that picture. I love that aisle shirt that you have in, in your profile picture. Oh, yeah, I got to get Mikey that picture. Dude, Oof, yeah, that's, that, that's, a ba- that's a bad shirt. I mean, I had I had a really great moment on stage uh, at the Paramount when I was wearing that shirt, and uh, yeah. there was an Islanders chant that started. And, like, yeah. that was another one of those full circle moments. I'm like, oh, dude, here, here I am yeah. doing my fucking thing. <laughs> and they're and they're screaming, "Let's go Islanders!" Like, what could be better than this? You know? Yeah. Like, oh I don't have God. any kids. I never. I've never been married. I have a girlfriend, but like, really, nothing has lived up to that up until this, up until right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So I have that in my show notes right here. Is the connection between Islander fans and Envy fans? Like, obviously, you know, Envy's a Long Island band, but like, the loyalty that Envy fans have, I've never seen with any other band. Like. You know, you guys didn't play shows for a long time. You announced that you were, you know, doing a holiday show and sold out the Paramount. Like, you know, these and, – and I just watched that video you posted that you guys did uh, today, mm-hmm. and you talked about your, your, your fans. And, like, mm-hmm. there has to be a connection between, you know, Islander fan loyalty and Envy fan loyalty. And, like, you just mentioned that story about how you're on stage and they're chanting a let's go, you know, let's go Islanders. Like, it's beautiful. It's a bit, dude, I mean, I, I, I take full responsibility for it, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I think it's great. I think a lot of the other guys in my band are a little confused when it starts happening. They're just like, why, why are they doing that? I'm like, dude, you guys <laughs> I don't understand. Like, that's, it's just the thing. Like, I'm, I am a diehard, 100% loyal Island, New York Islanders fan, and, like, I'm not shy about it. So, like, you know, 
those are my two my two loves are like hockey and music so that's like the marriage of both of them and it's beautiful but uh dev what were you saying about your your apparel background sorry okay yeah so yeah no that's i mean obviously that's awesome power of the brand of branding is awesome when people come to your shows and doing let's go islander chance that's gotta be oh yeah yeah yeah, that's full torque. That's <laughs> fully, <laughs> that's, fully torque. That's six to twelve moment. But oh, yeah. so just um, you know, when I go to shows, probably you know, obviously, you know, the music, the music would be the number one reason you go to a concert. But uh, I, I really, you know, I take my time and I'll, I'll stand at a, at a merch, uh, at the merch table or wherever they're set up and just like really just stare at, at, at the shirts and you get into it and, and see what they're doing and. A lot of times you can kind of see the passion that the, the band puts into it. Did you guys ever have like an Islanders-based shirt or, or, or thing? And or, or what's what's your favorite piece of, of merch? I remember I went to – I have a Newfound Glory shirt that's uh, the Florida Panthers logo. Oh, really? But it's uh, – yeah. That's but really it's, cool. Yeah, but it says Newfound Glory and then the, the – um, and then the NH – they changed the NHL logo to say NFG. That is fucking cool. Yeah, so, I got to send you a picture of it. It's dope. Yeah, please do. Um, I really wanted to do an Islanders uh, Envy shirt. The thing that sucks is that the Islanders logo is really difficult to, like, incorporate words Ugh. like that. Ugh, um, I just had this conversation with somebody. Like, it's the worst logo. It's, like, it's, make, like, it's, I understand it's not want. Yeah, I understand not wanting to incorporate the Fisherman logo because of the backlash. But it's just so – it's so plain. It's just yeah. terrible. Um, I, I am, I'm like a very, very amateur graphic design guy myself. Like I like, I like to mess around and I, I'm actually responsible for a large uh, portion of our merchandise. And I've tried to like make that happen a few different times and it just never looked right. right. Um, but no, I, I totally agree with you. Like the power of, of branding and merchandise, especially like with us, it's like, it's a serious conversation. Like I love, uh, a lot of bands kind of don't really put a lot of stock into it you know they kind of like go with what's cool right now or like make something sort of like innocuous so that it you know they don't want to offend anybody they don't want to print any weird colors like they just kind of want a t-shirt that says their band name somehow it's like it's boring it but like for me like the art and graphic representation of a band is just as important as the music and uh you know i would have loved to have made an islanders like collab somehow uh i mean there's still time so who, hey, who, who well, knows that would be me I mean, dude, you're this, you're you're the guy I would want to talk to about it. This is where I step in. Wow! Is, <laughs> now, Did you just I try and everyone... plug yourself in there, dude. That's, I'm gonna I break like the that. Four, I'm gonna break the fourth wall. Okay. Podcast listeners, that's called value added. That's called a business move, aka a money move. Take, note how I just take notes. Cash business. Right. Note how I just. <laughs> I'm putting money in the two of ours pockets. That's I'm how serious. that works. And I I need it. Absolutely. You don't we all? So yeah, I'm just kidding. But anyways. So and and again, just coming from an uh, an apparel background, like I I feel like I put so much more stock when I go to shows into looking at the merch and stuff like that, and you can tell who cares and who doesn't. And and what what most people don't get too is that it it's t-shirts and apparel and merchandise. It's a form of art. Oh, it's 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 kind of it's where I mean it's where art and commercialism and consumerism like kind of all intersect and like. You know, I'm I'm friends with a lot of graphic design people myself, and like some of them are really snobby about doing T-shirts. But I'm like, listen, man, like art on art, art that's like that's how people express themselves. Like, you know, it's yeah, not it's exactly. not high fashion or anything like that. But like, right. when you know, especially with some of your stuff, like you're speaking to a very specific demographic of people that like want to say something about their fan, their fandom, and like where they stand with their team. You know, and it might seem silly to people that don't understand hockey and that don't understand why you would like sports. But like, I mean, I think those people are missing out. You know what I mean? Like, I think that hockey in particular is such an amazing, has such an amazing fan base and such an amazing following that are so passionate, like I was saying before. And like the fact that there are, there's a lot of these little like, you know, team oriented brands that are popping up that are doing really fucking great work. Like, you know, yours being one of them, uh, Violent Gentlemen. I know they, oh, they do great work over there. Amazing, yeah, yeah. Nick is homies with those guys, so I'm a little, I'm a little jealous that he gets to hang out with them, and I don't. I don't know anybody that's, over there. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Make that connection for us, man. I do. I got. I got. I got to get him involved here. I might have to start bothering him to 
come on here. Yeah. He to, he'll, have to, he'll have to defend himself a little bit, but you guys got to be promised to be nice to him if he ever does come on. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> you you being our first podcast member, I don't know if you've like the, the tide has kind of shifted in this conversation because now I feel like you're working with us. Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> you're now so, a partner. I mean, Public, yeah, you, yeah. anytime you guys want me to come back on, I, I love I love talking. I love talking hockey, love talking music. So anytime you guys want me back, I'm around. Dude, you yeah, set the I bar mean, so great. high. Like, now where do we go with episode three? Like, this is. Uh, I think you guys just got to give up, dude. I mean, I, think I it's know. Time to, time to call yeah. it a day. I mean, go out on top. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Give me a break. Done. Yeah, that's, that's great. All right, man. So, uh, Mike, you got anything else you want to No, like, or... Brian, what, uh, what have you been up to? Like, you know, you, you mentioned you and Ryan are working on something behind the scenes. Like, anything you want the world to know that, you know, people can plug Ooh. away, buddy. Yeah, Ooh. plug away. Well, I can't really because there's a couple things we got on the pot, on the stove, That's and they're stuff. simmering, and they're not ready yet. But uh, I can say that we are planning on doing a special release uh sometime in the mid spring um and it, it's going to be the biggest thing that we've kind of biggest meaning size wise like it's going to be a big uh it's going to be a big item it's going to be a big ticket item it's going to be really special very limited and uh, i think it's going to appeal to our hardcore fan base a lot and then uh, there's some music bubbling, too, which I can't really talk about just yet because that's still, uh, like I said, still simmering. But that'll be another that'll be a conversation for another time. So I don't have anything to officially plug, but uh, we're working. Uh, I'm still grinding it out on the fucking on the, on the fourth line, D, kind of trying to get through the winter. And then uh, I'll have some stuff for you guys in the spring for sure. All right. Well, All right, thank cool. you for telling us everything by telling us absolutely fucking nothing. Sorry, dude. I mean, <laughs> listen, mom, mom, mom is the word. Ah, that's all good, man. We know how these things go. Yeah. All right. Again, so this is Brian Byrne from Envy on the Coast, first official friend of the pod, hopeful re- returner, and uh, yeah, man. Thanks for everything. Thank you guys so much, and uh, keep up the good work. Well, actually, I don't know if it's good work yet, since I'm since I'm kind of like the first official guest. So we'll see how this goes. So I won't say <laughs> keep up the good work yet. Uh, we'll wait till you guys edit it. <laughs> yeah, we, we put out a pilot, but don't even bother. Don't even waste your time. No good. <laughs> yeah, this no. is the money. This is the money. This is the money episode. No, it was, the- it was great. It was just kind of more a, a conversation just between me and Devin, kind of setting the stage. This I is, hear you. This is where it really is happening. Though, I now. hear you. I hear you. Hey, dude, listen, you guys, it, it, the fact that you guys are doing this and putting it together, I mean, like. Most people don't put their money where their mouth is when it comes to like, I want to start a podcast. Like, you're not going to fucking do it. And you guys are doing it. So those guys have dumps in their pants. <laughs> <laughs> I like the move. All right. I literally have to hang this phone up and drive over to the Coliseum because I got a tailgate to run. So I'll talk to you boys later. All, All right, right, boys. Have a love good you guys. See you. Right, I love you too. Boom, and we're back. Mikey, a gentleman and a scholar, Brian Byrne. From yeah. I, I hope you uh, enjoyed that because that's a treat right there. That's some good puck talk, some crazy stories that you've probably never heard anywhere else. Uh, thank you, Brian, so much for coming on and being our first guest. Thank you, Brian, for giving quality content. Quality. Quality, because if that was – if, it, if this was just us talking about music and hockey, I think we'd be wasting our time. So to have a guest like that just come in and absolutely put his, put his stick right through our, our lives and say, hey, I'm here. This is my show. I'm taking over for a minute. That's what, that's what I feel like what happened there. Yeah, he set the bar high. He set the bar Slight, high for sure. Slightly intimidated, to be honest with you. But uh, definitely uh... – Share this episode with your friends and find us on social media. So we're uh, BDBD Podcast on Twitter. We're Bar Down Breakdown on Instagram. And where else can people find us, Devin? Yeah, man. The uh, the record, you know, the the podcast episodes. They're on. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, wherever you find podcast we're on it man we're broadcasting we're on every single platform amen brother we we uh 
We've made it. We made it. Mama, we made it. And you can uh, you can keep up with everything we got going on, on, on not just Bar Down Breakdown, but all the different um, projects that we have working on on nyimeetups.com. Again, that's nyimeetups.com. All right. So that's the end of the period. Michael, I'll see you next week, buddy. See you later, brother. Bye.